Inflation is a real problem. And I think people are starting to realize how big of a problem this could actually be. Now, yes, there's issues overseas with the Ukraine and Russia sort of situation, but we need to also focus on the fact that this all started, this whole inflation fear had started with the fact that the government had printed so much money. Now we're trying to put it all under the rug and say, no, it's the Ukraine issue. But in fact, there are some real concerning things. And RBA has now come out and said, well, yes, we need to increase rates because inflation is real. In this video, we're going to see what the RBA is actually saying, how this translates to interest rates and what this means for the property market. Now, not just the property market, but the entire economy. These are the times that you need to pay attention because the next couple of years begin to look very scary if you don't prepare accordingly. If you are interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, if you aren't already aware, if you wanna have conversations like this, be in the right conversations, then definitely join the Patreon community. There's a link in the description below. Now, the RBA, the Reserve Bank of Australia, were coming out last year and the year before saying that we're not gonna increase rates, the cash rate for, you know, until at least 2024. We can clearly see now they're backpedaling. And why? Well, for good reason, because it doesn't take a genius to realize that everything's going up in price and inflation is through the roof, we need to start controlling that. So we need to contract the economy. Now there's numerous videos I've made on this channel, but now it's getting to the point where if you haven't been listening to those previous videos, it's time to start paying attention. The RBA is warning mortgage holders rates could rise this year. The Reserve Bank of Australia has used the term patient to describe the stance on when it will lift interest rates, but it would appear the bank may be preparing to lift sooner than expected. RBA Governor Philip Lowe has previously stated rates will not lift this year. One of the main reasons of this was because Lowe wanted to see the inflation rate stay within the bank's target of 2 to 3%. But isn't the inflation rate at 2.6% and therefore within the RBA's target range? Yes. Is it 2.6% though? Do you feel like the stuff that you're buying from the grocery store, the bread you're purchasing, the petrol you're filling in your car, the council rates going up, the insurance premiums going up, did they rise by 2.6%? I don't think so. However, Lowe said he wanted the inflation rate to be sustainably within the targets range, so not just for one or two quarters. He wanted to see inflation stay within this range for a long period of time. Lowe argued that the supply chain issues caused by COVID forced the cost of goods to increase, so inflation was not expected to remain at those levels. Okay, let's take a step back. I've mentioned this before where COVID disruption, logistical issues means the supply chain has been disrupted, which means shipping costs go up. Now that is true. However, I feel like we've been dealing with this COVID thing for like over two years. How many times can we go ahead and say, well, it was that reason and it's continuing to be that reason. We want to see it in this range, but now we want to see it sustainably in this range. This is why we need to focus on raw data. We need to focus on consumer behavior and see what's actually happening in the market versus reading headlines and going onto Channel 9 News. I mean, at this point, Channel 9 News is probably never going to have me on their channel because I always refer to them, but it is what it is. He said that he wanted to see two more quarters of inflation data inside the RBA's target range. Since the onset of the pandemic, the board has said it will not increase the cash rate until inflation is sustainably between 2 to 3% target range. It has indicated that it wants to see evidence that inflation will be sustained in this range rather than simply to be forecast to do so. Change of tone. But now Lowe said RBA is no longer looking to see two consecutive quarters of inflation growth. This means the chances of central bank hiking rates this has just become more likely. Now I've been saying for the last sort of six to nine months that we will see a rate increase in terms of the cash rate increase from the RBA in Q4 of 2022. Now it's sort of playing out, Q1's almost come to an end. Now we're gonna have two quarters and we're gonna see inflation a lot higher than they expected. Could we now see the cash rate increase in Q3? 
possibly Q2. I think Q2 will be way too soon, especially with the uncertainty around what's happening overseas and the geopolitical issues. So I think Q3 to Q4 looks most likely. What does that cash rate increase actually mean? We're about to find out. This means the chances of central banks hiking rates this year has just become more likely. The Reserve Bank will respond as needed and do what is necessary to maintain low and stable inflation in Australia low set. This was the first time Lowe indicated the RBA would be prepared to fight rising inflation since the pandemic hit our shores. Given the outlook though, it is plausible the cash rate will be increased later this year. And while it is not the first time Lowe has made this statement, given he's changed outlook on inflation, it is most telling sign yet mortgage holders may need to brace themselves for a change. Look at the article, huh? Get the real fear juices flowing now. How much will mortgage repayments rise? Cancer Research found a cash rate hike of 0.5% would take the average variable rate to 3.55%. If lenders were to match this increase, someone with a 30-year loan paying $500,000 mortgage would pay an extra $137 per month. So again, on average, we're probably taking a 500K loan, but if you live in Sydney, or you live in Melbourne, you're probably taking out a million dollar loan. So what does that mean? It increases by $270 a month. What does that translate to? About 40 to 50 bucks a week. A cash rate hike of 1% could take the average variable rate to 4.05%. This means same borrower above could see the repayments increase by $280 per month. Again, we double that number if you have a million dollars mortgage. If the cash rate rose in line with Westpac's recent 1.65% forecast, the average variable rate would increase to 4.7%. This would mean the same borrower could face an extra $471 per month in mortgage repayment. Okay, so now that's getting concerning. If we do increase by 1.65%, how many increases is that? Well, if they're only gonna increase by say 0.25%, you've gotta go up from 0.1%, all the way up to 1.65%. That doesn't happen overnight. You move up in steps, as I've said. The reason why we move up in steps is because every time we increase, we wanna test. We wanna see what's happening in the economy. We wanna feel the pressure the economy can handle before we go up again. Now we're gonna see a crossover where the interest rate will go up, so the cash rate will go up, and then we will see that concern, the real pressure, the stress test of the economy is gonna to get to the same point. And when those cross over, that is when they can't actually increase rates again. The RBA will come out and increase by 1.65%. So what does this actually mean? Well, I don't think the banks are gonna pass on everything. I'll tell you why. Because the cash rate from the RBA has actually not moved for the last six months. But the interest rates the banks are charging for homeowners have already been increasing. We've seen some banks like CBA come out and like increase by six to nine times already. I keep saying 69. I mean, it feels weird. But they've already increased between six and nine times in the last sort of six months. So have we already priced this in? Have the banks already been preparing going, well, rates should be a lot higher. We're gonna start preparing for that. And as a disguise of saying we're preparing for that, we're just making a load of profit. Now you guys don't come on here to hear me being pessimistic about the economy and who's wrong and who's right. I'm just gonna give you my logical approach. I can't give you financial advice because you already know it. You're already saying it. It's a guy in a black t-shirt, doesn't have a fancy piece of paper on the back of his wall. So I can't give you financial advice. But we can look at this logically and see. If we see increasing pressures through the interest rates going up on our mortgages, what does this mean? Well, it means that if cost of petrol's up, the cost of goods are up, people are already financially stressed. If we then have that coupled with interest rates going up from the banks, now we have a real problem. Could this translate to property prices going down? I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. The banks have already been doing this for the last three months, yet nobody acknowledges the fact that our interest rates on our mortgages are already higher. And we haven't seen a property price decrease now 
So moving forward, it comes down to the same old fact, the boring fact of basic economics, which is supply and demand. Some locations are now feeling the pressure. You can see the cracks coming through. I see it more in the emotional markets. And this means that we may have already seen the worst of this. It's sort of starting to feel like 2020 again, where everyone's scared that property prices will go down because stimulus is gonna end, but stimulus was already ending in some industries and then it continued decreasing, but the property prices went up. So I think the same thing's gonna play out here. If we have inflation really as a concern, we need to be attaching ourselves with debt because the currency is losing its value. So I would rather have debt attached to productive assets. And if we have stagflation, which is something that's more concerning and I think is very likely to happen, well, then I want cash flow assets. This is the best of both worlds where you're getting cash flow, you're getting capital growth. That's why I want to attach it to productive assets. Some people come out and want to buy houses for themselves. If we have these potential issues play out, and I always say I'm optimistic about the market, but I'm not an idiot. We need to prepare for the worst case. And the worst case could look like stagflation. If not, we have hyperinflation and then we're really spinning in that economy. This video is not here to scare you. It's just a logical approach to how I would plan out my next moves in this market. For full transparency, I'm planning to buy more real estate. Now, what sort of real estate? I think you guys already know. If you've been here for a while, you know what sort of real estate I'm buying because it just makes the most sense right now. As people get priced out of certain markets, the rents start catching up. Six months ago on this channel, I was saying we're gonna have a rental crisis and nobody's preparing for it. Now we have mainstream articles coming about and saying, hey, we have a rental crisis that nobody saw coming apart from Ravi's channel. Mm. So now we're here. What do we do? Well, I would love to know what your thoughts are. Comment down below what you think is about to happen in this economy. Again, nobody really knows. We can use historical data, but at the same time, we are getting to a point where we're seeing a teaser of what's about to happen in the next five to 10 years. I would say prepare accordingly. It is time to start taking action. If you've been here sort of checking out the channel, watching some videos, reading some books, it's time for action, guys. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks, guys.